Friends, welcome to Leadosophy Quick Thoughts. You're here with an open mind because that is the rule, not the exception. Today, some thoughts I wrote down about the scavenger named self-doubt. It goes like this. Have you seen a vulture circling the skies, gliding patiently among the winds? When a vulture circles high above, often it is searching for dead animals to feed upon. A vulture is a scavenger. Scavengers search for and eat the flesh of dead animals for nourishment. Carrion is another name for the flesh of dead animals. For the vulture, as well as for eagles and condors, nature has perfected the art of scavenging. Humans can and do live in harmony with scavenging vultures, eagles and condors. But there is one scavenger that has no feathers and does not soar with the winds. The scavenger does not live in trees. The scavenger does not lay bird eggs nor make a nest. The scavenger has no heartbeat. It cannot see. However, the scavenger is alive and well, yet only lives within our consciousness and subconsciousness. By nature, each of us has a scavenger that circles along the prevailing winds within our minds, and the scavenger is called self-doubt. Self-doubt is a lack of confidence. Self-doubt manifests differently within each of us. The origins of self-doubt are boundless. We doubt our abilities and our actions and our goals for many reasons. Self-doubt is a scavenger because self-doubt circles the human mind much like the vulture circles high above the treetops. Self-doubt searches to feast, not upon dead flesh, but upon our perceived limitations, our insecurities and vulnerabilities, and our fears of failure. Can we live harmoniously with the scavenger self-doubt just as we live harmoniously with the vultures and the eagles and the condors? It may be easy to see the scavenger of self-doubt as our enemy. After all, the scavenger has acquired a taste for the limitations we impose on ourselves. No, no, the scavenger of self-doubt is hardly our enemy. And this is important to know. The scavenger is neither friend nor foe. The scavenger of self-doubt is merely a product of our imagination. We can coexist with self-doubt. We can embrace self-doubt. By definition, self-doubt is ours. We have power over it. The opposite of self-doubt is confidence. Confidence ensures that self-doubt cannot feast upon the flesh of our fears and our insecurities. But how do we gain confidence? Well, we can start by philosophically examining our self-doubt. For example, we can ask, what do I fear? And why do I have this fear? Where does this fear come from? These questions are philosophical because they are a means to understanding through self-reflection the nature of our self-doubt and the nature of our reality. These questions unlock answers to the origins of our self-doubt. And we may realize that we give more attention to our fears than our fears deserve in actuality. For example, our self-doubt may originate with our fear of failure. But failure is a normal part of life. Failure has purpose. Failure leads to growth. Failure often precedes success. Failure serves as an indicator that the road to achievement requires one or possibly many detours. It is mathematically impossible to avoid failure on a long enough timeline. But why do we fear failure? This is another philosophical question. At the roots of our fears might be the feeling of embarrassment, of shame, of losing something precious to us, or even being outcasted from a group or society. And these fears might not be rational in some cases, but they are real nonetheless. We must confront these fears head on. We must deal with them. We must get to know the scavenger of self-doubt, this product of our imagination. 
if we are to learn to coexist or even live in, live in, live in harmony with the scavenger, ultimately we must make space for confidence to grow. If we seek to understand the nature and points of origin of our fears, insecurities, perceived limitations, and vulnerabilities, then the scavenger of self-doubt must return to the skies of our minds, at least until we restart the process of doubting ourselves. Then another scavenger will descend, or maybe the same scavenger will return. However, and this is important, the process of examining and understanding our scavenger of self-doubt begins anew. The very definition of anew means in a new or different, typically positive way. So we examine self-doubt with a sense of optimistic wonder, and we examine the origins of self-doubt in a quest to know and understand ourselves better than we did before. We must look inward, for it is inward where the scavenger of self-doubt feed, soar, circle, and thrive. It is inward where we unlock the power of understanding ourselves better today than we did yesterday. And it is inward where the wellspring of confidence can be found. And that's the scavengers of self-doubt. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Leadosophy Quick Thoughts. Remember, Leadosophy is about using the tools of philosophical thought to deepen our understanding of leadership and of life. We'll catch you next time.